0: This is The Shift with Lynn and Zoe. Saddle
1: up, you bitches. Hi, besties. Hi, everyone. I'm Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the just,
2: I'm Lynn, and this is The Shift. I had to... Because after discussing that you were gonna go first I just don't even know what the order is but anyway I'm Lynn and this is the shift episode number eight how are you Zoe I'm
1: (laughs) I'm good I'm a bit embarrassed
2: I'm a bit embarrassed um good
1: yeah I'm good
2: yeah this is our last um lockdown like Uh, episode
1: I know we're free tomorrow we're free how exciting so by the time this comes out Catch us, not pissed in the park.
2: But pissed, pissed in a bar. Pissed
1: in a bar, pissed how in chic. the pub. Pissed in the pub. Um yeah, how was your week? It was good. Mm. Um Dunno. I just had work, I had a couple of shoots. How were they? Any, any jewellery theft this time No jewellery theft good. this time around. No, it was all very very calm, very tame. Mm. I got a little haircut on set. Oh. The beautiful hair makeup artist was so funny. I was looking in the mirror. I was like, God, I need a haircut. Like, not even baiting. And she yeah. was like, I can do it. I can give you a trim. <laughs> and I said, Sit me down. Up. Give me the cape. Quickly.
2: <laughs> and how did it? I can't really see because your hair is in a
1: My hair is right in now. a bun. But um, it's literally it just well. a trim. Oh, it's, okay. it's the same. So nothing major. But I got a text from my hairdresser. Um, oh, I'm yeah. off the wait list. <gasps>
2: Fab. Is this December
1: Alex? 15th? Yes, Alex. Are you
2: kidding me? December 15th. That is about three months away. Is it like 70 something days away? Yes, I know. Let's
1: not talk about it. Yeah. But it'll be worth
2: the wait. It'll be worth the wait. A lot of girls that I've been discussing and regaling with regarding their lockdown plans said their first things are hair, lashes, laser, and nails. Nails, everything else. I've
1: got nails. And laser mm. this week. I moved my Botox for reasons that we will Regale we will discuss. discuss. <laughs> How um, exciting! Yeah, and then uh, lashes in November, haircut in December. Are you going to that
2: rogue um, place in like Castle Hill?
1: Again? Oh my god, no. I, last year, I literally went to the other end of the earth in Sydney. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, it's literally the last suburb before, like, you leave Sydney. Um, and I went to this woman's house to get my lashes done because I'm just mentally you unwell. You were desperate. Yeah. But anyway, no. This time I'm going to yeah. around the corner. The
2: beauty industry is going to, boom. like... They, I, if I could invest in stocks with like beauticians.
1: If I could invest in laser clinics, I, I would. would.
2: hundred. I'm pretty sure we can. Let's let's get around. We'll look into it. Um, because they're going to be loaded.
1: Business will be booming. Um, the laser clinics website was down for two days. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Stop
2: with <laughs> The it. girl he's trying to book. <laughs> the entire Sydney, the entire Sydney is flocking to wherever they can to get I don't know their laser done. Mm. How exciting! Can't
1: wait. How's yeah. your week?
2: I'm um, fine. Another nonsensical week full of the same nonsense and filling up the day with nonsense. Mm-hmm. Such as picnics. I think I picnicked once this week. I'm really over it. I can never catch myself sitting on another patch of grass ever again. No. If you ever invite me to a picnic, you're insulting me personally.
1: It had its time. It had its time. Picnics are passe.
2: They are very We're passe. we um, Very faux pas. But very okay week. I am in the midst of like my mid-semester assessments, which I'm trying to get out of the way before I'm trolling to Beresford and shit. But I was saying, so I've got a presentation at 6pm. I think I already said this last week, on Tuesday. And the Beresford reservation's at 5.30. So I'm not fucking up and missing my Beresford reservation. So I'm going to take my phone with me and I'll do my (laughs) Zoom presentation in the (laughs) Beresford bathrooms.
1: You know there's no reception down there.
2: Oh my God, that's right. Oh shit, I'll just have to do it in the courtyard or like outside
1: i'll we'll just have to duck out for a second
2: sorry girls give me 10 minutes i've got to present warunga versus kurungai council to my fucking lecture real quick but no i'm excited my week other than that was very boring mm. nothing to report
1: i mean the weather was nice
2: yeah yes yeah, so it was be really shit. beautiful so it's gonna be rain, raining raining we're not
1: going outdoors anywhere tomorrow yeah, are we we'll be, we'll are be, we gonna be indoors
2: we'll be indoors we're except about- bambini's Potentially going to be a problem. Yeah, but they've
1: got umbrellas. They do. I don't want to sit in the restaurant.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm not sitting in the restaurant. I I want to sit sit outside, outside, like Carrie Bradshaw. Have
1: my latte martini.
2: Yeah, and then fuck off.
1: Speaking of Carrie Bradshaw, um, and just like that. Oh my
2: god! Yeah, it's back. It's not back, but it's premiering in December.
1: That's I wasn't so expecting it
2: to be coming out so soon. I
1: honestly just never thought it would come out at all. I feel like I've been <laughs> filming for so long. I was like, this is just... <laughs>
2: They're just having fun. They're just doing
1: it for fun. Sorry, Something Jessica Parker said,
2: I have literally run out of shoe lines, no more books to write. Let me just try and reprise this role, but mm. never release it. Um, no, I was saying before, I want to have premiere like, premiere parties for each episode. Excellent. And just make Cosmos. I mean, we have a gorgeous bar cart now. I have to put you it do. In it's beautiful. Where'd
1: you um, get it from?
2: Oh, funny story. So Nancy's, um, husband, Harley, got it from a friend who was trying to sell it because they're moving out. And he knows that we've been dying for a gorgeous die card. And it was delivered in our lawn, lawnmower. Box.
1: I was okay. Lynn has a <laughs> box in his kitchen that's a c- 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 machine, machine sweeper. sweeper. And it, like, is something you just push around and it sweeps up leaves. Oh, my God.
2: It's not even a lawnmower. No,
1: it's just to pick up. It's like a little street sweeper for yourself.
2: Yeah, so Nancy... I was like,
1: you live in an apartment.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nancy brought this home and I was like, why the fuck does she have a... Lawn mower like we have strata to mow the lawn in the backyard and then she unboxed it and it was a gorgeous cart. What a kel surprise. Kel surprise. Um but anyway, should we get into some moments that have transpired in the last couple of days? Yes
1: So it was Paris Fashion Week is Mm -hmm. all wrapped up. In fact Fashion Month is all wrapped up. It feels like it goes for an eternity. Yeah. It only goes for a month. It literally, (laughs) yeah. And like It'll come around again. I think the next one's in February. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm already head. tired for it, especially now more than ever, because I feel like because of the pod and stuff, we've had to, ooh, the pod. The pod. The pod. <laughs> we've had to keep up. So, like, um, I like normally we do keep up but with just, like, the main shows and shit.
1: It's like, usually Lynn and I would, like, send each other like we'd books. go on Vogue runway and like send each other Once our favorite books, and yeah. we haven't done that this entire month. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But <laughs> no, any highlights? So I, Virginie Viard. Oh my god. For Chanel, she's done it.
2: Do you reckon? After,
1: after like, well, okay. To be fair, she didn't really do anything new. Yeah. She just
2: reprised.
1: Was finally like years later has realized that the 2000s are back and vintage is back. And so she did kind of like a throwback show where she recreated all of Karl Lagerfeld's like sexy nineties Chanel looks. Um, I loved it. I thought it was fun.
2: I thought the looks were very quintessentially Chanel as per, but I didn't think that like you, obviously you said they were just reprising old looks and, Sticking them on, on your face. But nothing really innovative or interesting that would make me want to go out and buy anything Chanel. Um, but, yeah, I didn't really care for the Chanel show. The models were terrible. Like, the walks. Did you watch the...
1: I haven't, I haven't actually watched oh it. I've only seen the photos. The
2: walks were horrendous. Because they obviously got the memo to just be, like, bubbly and, like, very 95 Chanel. And just, like, running around on the runway. Not really being like in an orderly fashion and mm-hmm. it was just a mess. It was a hot mess. I think there was like three models who actually Was it Dual Versace
1: mess? <laughs> yes. Was yes, it, it was.
2: on that level? <laughs> was. It was ten times worse. They just looked so awkward because you could tell that these models are so used to a typical, like, runway walk. And mm. then they were told, to throw all of that in the bin and just be... Bounce around. Bounce around and fun and sexy. Did
1: Kaia Gerber walk?
2: I don't think she I did. I love
1: her little pony Her trot.
2: ponytail trot. That yeah, would have been
1: perfect. For
2: Alexander Wang, that one time, before he was...
1: Before everything happened. Before everything happened.
2: But no, I didn't discuss. I didn't care for the show. Um, I loved Mew Mew.
1: Yay! So sexy. Mew Mew, it was like... Their whole aesthetic was like sexy, slutty office worker. Yeah. Like I loved it. Very like little low rise mini skirts that yeah. were like like micros with like tiny, tiny a little a little like
2: College shirt with a tie it was very chic very sexy i think it was definitely my favorite out of all of paris fashion week Mm. um and it made me lust and miss um when mimi was doing menswear because some of the looks were kind of menswear reminiscent Mm. do
1: they do it again
2: i think they should i walked past this store the other week when i was picking up a book and like the last show where all the models were in snow, I think they were yeah. in some sort of snow mountain. They were in the display window, and I nearly cried because it just looked so nice. And I was like, I wish they would do a menswear. Well,
1: also, it's about to be Sydney summer.
2: Yeah, so get rid of that display and put the short mini skirts in. No, it'll
1: be all the wealthy women flying to Europe who will want yeah, their new, new, the new snow, snow snow gear. gear. Yeah, I
2: loved the show, but someone was saying obviously because the looks are so specific to a very specific body, kind of like yeah. Ludovic or Palomo Spain or something like that. Like it's just very skinny, skinny, skinny people. Well, that like can
1: wear I that. think I love that the two thousands are coming back. Yeah. I've always loved working in like a little bit of like Ed Hardy or like Galliano yeah. Dior or like a bit of on Dutch, yeah. not too much,
2: just a little bit, just a
1: little bit, a little taste to but spice it up. I think, yeah, it's really bizarre that there an association hasn't like there's still an association with like the early two thousands and that specific look body and type. like having a yeah. specific body type and like I don't know you can preach body positivity all you want but like me for example like I'm not model skinny skinny skinny. I don't feel comfortable wearing
2: that mini, 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 mini skirt. Mini, skirt. Yeah, hundred percent. Low rise jeans. Oh my god. No, no not happening. My Although thing. I do
1: have a pair of vintage Dolce and Gabbana yeah. low rise They're jeans low rise. Yeah. from like two thousand and four. I think. I found them at a St. You Vincent's said for yeah, twenty bucks. For 20 buck. So Gorgeous chic. find.
2: Yeah, I think some of the pieces were definitely accessible to a wider audience with different body types, but most of the looks you could tell were very catered to, mm. and I love Ludovic, like I love that brand, I think it's very sexy, but like I said, it's very catered to a very specific body type
0: mm.
2: um and I'm not saying that brands have to cater to everyone because fashion has always been like this, yeah, but you would think with the conversation being about body positivity for so long and brands loving to jump on that bandwagon that they'll want to make more of an effort, yeah. Um, but anyway,
1: anyway, moving moving on, on, um, still speaking of fashion. So, uh, Olivier Roosting, who's the, um, creative director of Balmain, he posted on Instagram, um, earlier today. And he said, um, he essentially has, like, he got like really, really severe, like third degree burns because the fireplace inside his house exploded. Yeah. Um, and he, like, exactly a year ago, and he woke up at Paris's Hospital Saint-Louis mm-hmm. um, and has since been recovering. And essentially he wrote this really, um, this really, really long Instagram caption where he essentially said um, his insecurities and fashion's obsession with perfection kind of stopped him from revealing that this is what happened to him and this is what he looked like and he said to be honest I'm not really sure why I was so ashamed um and he was just saying like in hindsight now a year later healed happy and healthy um he like feels lucky and he feels a bit like he's just reflecting on like why he felt so ashamed yeah um but he was also saying, like, as he was recovering, he was always wearing long sleeves and jewellery, like, during interviews and hiding his face and everything else. Yeah. And it does kind of go back into that conversation we were having last week about yeah. the fashion industry's obsession with beauty and... Yeah.
2: I guess it also, because I found it really interesting, he goes on to say that um, in that way of him hiding himself and not revealing to the public that he had suffered these burns, he realised that the power of social media is to reveal only what you want to show and kind of allowing us, um, the consumer, to create our own special narrative that avoids what we do not wish to see. I think that's insane. Like, he's obviously such a high-profile designer Mm -hmm. and he went a year without any of this being leaked, which just really goes to show that you only show what you want to show and if you don't want it seen um it's not going to it's not going to be accessible to anybody else mm. because i was listening to a podcast um about facebook and instagram and shit going down this week cuz that happened yeah. and there was a whole conversation with the whistleblower and someone revealing that facebook and instagram have been intentionally using and utilizing and playing on people's insecurities for instance like teenage girls who mm. have body like dysmorphia and body insecurities and then intentionally targeting um, specific ads for like weight loss and shit to them, so mm-hmm. that was all part of that conversation. But I think him saying this, Olivia saying this, is so interesting because you do only show what you want to show, and if Instagram, for instance, just never came back, like imagine if it just never came back.
1: What would I do what would, myself? Like, what would
2: happen? <laughs> so we're all sort of just like living in this like. Small deceptive this, yeah, circle. a very
1: weird dystopian little bubble. That we've um, sort of
2: concocted.
1: Yeah. When you think about it, my Instagram is 100% a highlights reel. Yeah. I mean, I'm a bit... I don't really... I don't think before I post. You just post. I think I should. I'm known for archiving a post. Yeah. A <laughs> few hours after it has been posted. <laughs> I've had a second look and gone, mm, not this. Not I archived... The one I posted the other day where I was wearing my, um, nothing, this Japanese brand, nothing. It's like a streetwear brand. I was wearing this t-shirt to work and it said sexy thing on the back. Oh yeah, I remember. And then I posted that like I had intentions to, I don't know if I have yet. Oh, okay. That's something that for me to up. do after this. yeah But I posted this meme second that was like, I only care about being like sexy and having oh, fun. And it was yeah. a picture of Anna Nicole Smith. And then I was like, does this reflect me (laughs) in a a light? No, but in a light that like maybe like a potential, I'm very happy in my current job, but like a potential employer or like
2: might want to peruse, you know? Yeah. It's, it's very strange. And yeah, like you were saying, it goes off from that Linda Evangelista conversation that fashion is, I mean, obviously it's an industry that's me like based on beauty. We're not arguing that as a standpoint, but I don't know, Olivia Roosting going into hiding for a year and nobody knowing. Nobody knowing. Is very it asks quite a few questions. I
1: know. But I think it is amazing that like so many people you only know what's going on in their life through unless yeah. it's like a like a close friend. Yeah. Or like a best friend or like, you know, someone you see quite a bit. Someone yeah. like Olivia Roosting, who we just do not know. Yeah. Like him not posting anything.
2: Not and really us just not having
1: us. any idea. Like, it yeah. does also kind of go to show that, like, you don't really know anyone, do you? You know nothing. You know nothing. Jon Snow. Um, <laughs> yes. No.
2: I, I. He's since recovered, obviously, because the show happened, the 10-year anniversary of Bauman, and the show was sort of him celebrating his rebirth after mm. the incident and everything else like that, which now looking at it in that light makes me it appreciate makes, the show a little bit yeah, more. Yeah,
1: because we were saying last week, we were like, it was... We were like, oh, it was nothing new, like, whatever else. But he was just kind of saying that, like, he's had the past year to just, like...
2: Reflect. Reflect
1: and look at all of his old collections, and he wanted to kind of bring bring them back because yeah. he's had so long to like reflect on his work and I think 10 years is like
0: that's a, cute a
2: long tenure at a, at a brand so this is fantastic for him and I'm happy for him and I would still not be buying Balmain though
1: I don't no really care for it I honestly just don't think there's anything tackier than those t-shirts that oh they God, sell the, that say Balmain, Balmain Paris yeah I was watching uh, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last night yeah. the new season and um it was like all of them just always wear like bar, T shirts. And I'm like, you are so rich. Yeah. You or are, are s- they? Well, uh, <laughs> are they? Are so they? Rich? But this is the thing, Erica Jane was like, I have no money. Like, yeah, I have she's... no money. And I was like, unless you're homeless, honey, like you've shush, got
2: money. Be shush. quiet. Yeah.
1: Um and then this kind of leads us into our next topic that mm-hmm. we wanted to discuss. So the filming of the new season has actually been pushed up to start like next pretty much, week. yeah, yeah, like straight away because they want to capitalize on the Erica Jane drama. As which, they
2: should. Do
1: you want to just give a little background? Into- yes,
2: of course. You know I'm very passionate about this. So for those of you who've not ever watched Beverly Hills Housewives. Give it a go. It's on Netflix. Watch like the first four seasons, and then jumps to the, jump to like the latest season. But essentially, one of the housewives, Erica Jane, is involved in this big scandal right now because her now ex husband—I don't know if they've officially been divorced. I think they're still going through it because they have yeah. to be separated for a while. I think they have to be separated for a while. Um, that's Australian law. But anyway. Um, her husband ran this law firm and he essentially was involved in this case with some victims of a plane crash. And he's now being accused of having stolen and embezzled like $20 million So in funds. He,
1: he got the, I think he won the case and he got the money. Yeah For the victims like But then all of the victims are saying that they never got they paid never got,
2: They never got They got penny nickels and dimes essentially is what they are all saying And these people were like orphans and Widows just Widows So and, people that really needed the money obviously But Erica Jane she's notoriously been known um, To she, just be a very flashy
1: She literally has a song called
2: Expensive, expensive. Yeah. It's
1: expensive to be me Yeah I think it
0: costs $40,000 a month to do Erica Jane, So that's hair, makeup, costumes, wardrobe, and the whole production of itself.
2: Um, And she was not in any way, shape, and form trying to hide that. But then now it's all coming out of the woodwork that potentially all of this money that she was using to fund her very expensive lifestyle was the money that was meant to be given to the orphans and the victims. And she's saying that she had no idea that that's where the money was coming from because her now soon-to-be ex-husband or ex-husband was just giving her money he gave her an allowance so she never questioned where the money came from
1: do you think that's true like do you think that she didn't know
2: i feel like she didn't know the whole story but i 110 percent feel like she knew some of it i
1: i think you've got to know where 20 million
2: dollars like That's an obscene amount of money. that's not
1: something that just appears in your account. Yeah. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. And we're not saying, like, I'm not sure
2: if he just gave her $20 million, like, in her smart access or something. (laughs) And she was just like, oh, thank you. But there was something involved regarding her, I think it's NFT or something.
1: A non-fungible token?
2: I don't know. Something to do with that. She was given $20 million and it was just... Handed it to her in that capacity.
1: Like, that's what I mean. There's no way she didn't know. She may have not have known where the money came from exactly, yeah. but there's no way she didn't look at that and go, that's shady. Hold on.
2: Yeah. And also there's a lot of other housewives who have husbands as well, who are lawyers in that lawyer world, who knew that um, Tom owed a lot of people money.
1: What did Bethany... She
2: essentially said in 2018 she was speaking with one of her friends or her husband or something like that. And he said, why is Erica James saying it costs so-and-so per week to maintain her lifestyle when her husband owes me and a couple of other people more than $500,000? And Bethany knew this and she went and told Andy Mm. from the Real Housewives series. And he sort of just like brushed it under the table because obviously it was 2018. Nobody really knew anything yeah. back then. But it was notoriously known. It was a rumor around Hollywood and around the lawyer community that Tom Girardi owed a lot of people money. So mm. I don't know. Do you think she's guilty? Guilty as charged?
1: I don't. I can't make up my mind. Yeah. I can't decide. There's something so shady about the narrative and how yeah. she keeps like, stop talking about this car accident he had. Yeah, oh my like, God. Like, stop talking about it.
0: Tom's house was broken into, and he confronted the burglar, and then had to go have eye surgery, and then my son had to go over Recently? and help, and then my son he rolled his car five times on the way home. Yeah, I'm under a lot of stress.
1: We get it. Your husband's old. Yeah. But like, you don't need to just keep adding in little bits. like bits and pieces. It makes you sound shady.
2: I love that Sutton has definitely been pointing a pitchfork at Eric mm. in the entire season, though. Like, Good I don't care her. for Sutton because I think she's a crazy racist, but I think she's <laughs> such an investigative journalist and she's <laughs> the next Nancy Drew because she was putting two and two together. She said, Erica said three years ago this, and now her story has changed. How the fuck does she know what happened three years ago? I don't know what happened yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but um, did you want to go into Holly Valance?
1: Yeah, so Holly Valance, former... Australian Neighbours star. And who has that divine song, Kiss Kiss, (laughs) (laughs) which I have not heard since I was seven years old, but gorgeous. So basically she married this, like, billionaire gajillionaire called Nick Candy. And, like, he... um, He... uh, Like, she's now become friends with, like, Crystal and, like, Dorit and everything else. And apparently... Someone sent to Dumois, which I don't know if I trust
2: Dumois. I do. I don't
1: follow them anymore.
2: I recently just re-followed them after um, something to do with Anna Wintour. But anyway.
1: And her new man?
2: No, something to do with her, um, that chicken cutlet incident. She was eating a chicken cutlet. I posted it on the shift. You'll (laughs) see it.
1: Um... No, well, apparently she's going to be on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills as a...
2: As a friend? S- as a
1: friend.
2: Who do you reckon like, she's going to be, be a friend of? Like, Crystal?
1: Crystal and Dorit. I
2: don't but care like, for Dorit. She's so irritating.
1: I think she's... I think j- she's, has Her looks? Yeah, she's got good looks. And
2: she's got a very pretty face, but something about her is very irritating.
1: No, I get it. Yeah. I get it.
2: But I'm super excited for the next season of The Housewives. I mean, this one hasn't even wrapped up and the reunion is next week. Is the reunion next week? Yeah. We'll
1: have to watch it together. We'll have to watch it
2: together. Um, But I'm super buzzed. I think this is going to be one of the top, like, most memorable seasons, in my opinion. I think.
1: It's literally one of the, not since Taylor's...
2: Oh, my God. Like,
1: not since all of that. This is like, you guys have to watch the first couple of seasons. Like, it's...
2: It's probably one These, of the best French, like Real Housewives franchise.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. These women are like their lives.
2: Batshit crazy. So fucked. Batshit crazy. Um, um, but moving on from the housewives to, I guess we can call her a certain housewife in her own regard, or an English housewife. But Miss Adele, mm-hmm. she is about to release her long-awaited sixth. No, not sixth. She's had. Three albums so far. Mm-hmm. Fourth album, um, titled Thirty, after obviously her. I think her age. She's thirty-one now, but last year she was thirty. I
1: thought she would be older, a lot older. Yeah, she, she doesn't give very
2: mature vibes.
1: She doesn't look older. Like I get. Like yeah, you look. You look I think 30. she's
2: aged backwards though. Do you remember her in her nineteen era? She was nineteen. Yeah. she looked thirty then. She did. But now she looks. I don't know. She looks divine. Um, but yes. Are you excited for an Adola album? I
1: am. So she actually released, um, like, she played her, like, a new song. Yeah. On Instagram Live. But the video is so funny. It's just her, like, sitting there <laughs> while the song Plays. plays. <laughs>
2: No, God. I'm super excited. I didn't watch the live, but I did hear her say that she loves Lana and any- she loves Lana. She said, "I love Lana Jore. Any fan of Lana You're
0: is a, a deep friend of. of
2: me. Yeah, <laughs> but I genuinely do love Adele. I think 19 is her best work. Mm. Um, it's very very cute and it flows very well. But I'm super excited to hear what she's got to s- to say on this record.
1: I saw so many people being like, "Great!" So now I have three weeks for like. <laughs> To make someone fall in love with me and then get my Break heart up. broken yeah. so I can just be in the optimal mindset to listen to, to really the embrace because the album. I do think the whole um the whole album is definitely going to be about her
2: divorce divorce hundred yeah, so
1: she um was married to someone called Simon Konecki, who was a CEO of some charity um they've got a nine year old son which means she' did he's twenty one
2: Oh my god, I had no idea. I thought she got pregnant like a year
1: ago. It hasn't been nine years. Surely. Sure. And also, that's what I mean, she's 31. Yeah, anyway, well, anyway, <laughs> wild. Um, but so recently she was on simultaneous Vogue covers, which I don't think has ever...
2: No, it has. With who? But I don't think it was ever intentional. So Rihanna had it in like 2014 or 2013. She had a British Vogue and American Vogue cover in the same month. And some other supermodel in the 90s or early 2000s had mm. it. But I don't think it was ever intentional.
1: Well, the other thing is, is like, because I used to work at Vogue and... Some of the, like, features and interviews are repurposed yeah. from oh, other editions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, these are two entirely separate photo shoots. Yeah. She looks amazing. She looks
2: incredible. We posted the photos uh, on The Shift's Instagram with some reference pieces as well. Um, the British Vogue one I particularly loved because I think she just worked with the best people. Mm. Edward Enninful was styling. Pat McGrath did makeup. Oh,
1: the best of the best. The best of the
2: best. And someone was saying, if Stephen Mizell wants to shoot you, you know you are that bitch. Yeah. Like, oh, we knew Adele was that bitch before, but, like, he doesn't shoot just anybody.
1: No. And she's been quiet. Like, she fell off. She did. She's dating Skepta.
2: No, she's not. Isn't she? No. I think it was rumored before, but she finally reviewed who she's dating. I forget his name, but it's not Skepta because I was shocked as well. I thought it was Skepta.
1: Yeah, because there were all of these. Even recently, there were photos of them at this like Prada outlet mall. Yeah. In the States. And they were like, he was like, trying on shirts.
2: You are Skepta. (laughs) Leave the outlet malls to girls like us, okay?
1: Oh, (sighs) Oh, man. Oh, that's so weird. I
2: thought it was Sceptre as well until this article came out the other day, which revealed the identity of this man. Um, Who's she dating? He's another rapper. Oh. Yeah. She loves the rappers. No, 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 definitely not Stormzy. He's like an unknown rogue. Was Stormzy dating
1: Naomi Campbell? I think so. Do you remember when they did that magazine cover together? And everyone was like, yeah, I think it wasn't Sceptre. It was Stormzy. Stormzy and Naomi Campbell did a magazine cover together to announce they were a couple, and it was this, like, nude photo shoot. Oh, my God, I remember. Yeah, I
2: remember the photos now. Oh, of course, Naomi would. Good for her. Um,
1: I hope her
2: baby's doing well.
1: Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. She had a baby. A but anyway. Do we know anything else about it?
2: No. She just She just arms. said, I had a baby. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck to the rest of y'all.
1: <laughs> um, one of the things that um, Adele touched on was the, her
2: weight loss yeah her weight loss
1: which has been much discussed um but essentially she was just kind of like because she was going through her divorce she said to i think it was british vogue she said working out i would just feel better it was never about losing weight it was about becoming strong and giving myself as much time every day without my phone so i think she just wanted to mind her business and like but also that's so
2: stupid. I, I feel like she didn't even have to mention that. Obviously, people did want to know. But people when she was um bigger, people would poke fun at her. That's for what I mean. That. And like now she's she, skinny and she feels like she has to defend that.
1: Like Damned if you do, damned if you don't. And like she looks amazing. And yeah. she's saying like like I'm still the I, same I'm girl. I'm still the same person. She said to US Vogue, I understand why it's a shock. I understand why some women especially were hurt. Visually, I represented a lot of women, but I'm still the same person.
2: Like, I get and that. She,
1: like, but, but like, she is. Grow up. <laughs> Literally. Grow stop talking up about up. women's bodies. Literally. Full stop. Period. Full stop.
2: Period. Let us live. Um, But yes, I am super excited for the album. I will be listening to it. Alone in the comfort of my own bedroom. I think
1: I will also do the same. Yeah, Maybe or like shed a walk a or something. Of, shed a couple of tears. Yeah,
2: oh, I need to get pissed for it so I can really feel. Really, it. <laughs>
1: really cry. You know when you're like, when you're crying and then you want to like, really like yeah. just like cry. Let it out. I remember my friend Andrew saying that he like will be crying and then he'll like watch videos of like people coming home from war to their pets <laughs> to really do <feel laughs> to it. really just like have Wild. a good cry
2: yeah um, but the album is supposed to be really drum heavy and all of oh, that as well. And once, once. I'm hoping we she's we'll giving get
1: us... Re- we will get the club mix? <laughs> the remix. Remember when albums used to come out in like the early 2000s and the last three tracks we'll would just be
2: like remix. a club mix? Yeah, no, I would definitely live for an adult remix or like an Island Gal remix. She did go a little oh, bit Island she, she Oh, she
1: was an Island Gal for Bob- a little tomatoes. bit.
2: <laughs> but anyway, super excited. Onto more disappointing music news. Mm. Um, well, not more disappointing, but disappointing musical news. Did you want to discuss Jessie? Or yes. So mentioned?
1: I actually literally just before Lynn was like, have you seen the video? And no. I was like, no, I haven't. She just released her. Is it like her debut solo? Yeah.
2: So Jessie song, from Little Mix.
1: Um, called Boys with, with a, a Z. Z. <laughs> of
2: course, it's hip and cool. <laughs> Who cares about spelling boys with an S anymore?
1: Um, but I, I literally, I said 30 seconds in I said, is she black? Like, (laughs) is she black? And then was like, no, she's white. (laughs) And then at the end, like Nicki Minaj, who I honestly do think will do anything for a check. (laughs) Like she has featured on so many just rogue rogue songs. songs. Like her number is in the phone book and people just call her up and go. Nikki Nikki She's
2: the tiger Like she's the female tiger She will be a feature in any song
1: Anything Good for her Good for her Get
2: a chat um, But no Jessie Nelson From Little Mix Um, She left the bat, The girl group Last year I think For a lot of random reasons Is she the Balagnet She's the girl. Balagnet girl She is She's Miss Balagnet <laughs> Oh what are you Oh My
1: last
2: <laughs> um, which is probably when she started embracing her island girl black girl roots to be honest but she's received a lot of criticism which is not new criticism she's received this criticism from the very get go that she has sort of been blackfishing and giving off this I don't know black girl image Um, but she said in her defense that when the criticism first started her team would go on her instagram and she would not be in charge of her social media for mental health reasons Mm. so the team would like hear all these criticism and they'd obviously just defend her and say this is not me but she said she had no idea that they were doing this but i don't believe that i
1: don't believe that for a second yeah there is no way in hell that like yeah okay you can have a team like delete the like crawly comments and like post a photo for you and like write your captions, whatever. But there is like baby you've got Google. Yeah. You've got Twitter. Yeah. You know what people are saying. You know the discourse.
2: You definitely are aware. But with this video in particular, it was so the song is bad. There is nothing good about the song. Um it was a very strange mix. She has just kind of like moved to this neighborhood and she's really dark. She's got a really heavy tan on. Um,
1: She's standing next to Nicki Minaj. Yeah, and she's darker. And she's darker than Nicki Minaj, who is actually a black woman.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We know Nicki bleaches and whatnot, but Miss Jessie, come on, like, get the brief. But she said in her defense, and I quote, the whole time I was in Little Mix, I never got any of that. And then I came out of the band and people all of a sudden were saying it. Nelson said, I was on social media around that time, so I let my team deal with the criticism of her being accused of blackfishing because that was when I had just left the girl group. But, I mean, I love black culture. I love black music. That's all I know. It's what I grew up on. Okay?
1: You can like black music and, like, appreciate black culture, but you don't have to...
2: You don't have to assume it.
1: Like, you you don't have to
2: (laughs) morph into a black girl, which is even so offensive because it's like... They'll pick apart, and we've had this conversation many a time, not on the pod, obviously, because conversations like this. um, Well, like, incidences of celebrities doing Mm. these things have sort of died down because... Because
1: they're reading the room. They're reading the
2: room. But obviously it still is a thing that's going on. But you know this conversation exists, and you know because if you love black culture, if you love black music, then you should know. Then you should know. You should 110% know and um she's got like the hair and she's got a really heavy tan on like i was saying even her mannerisms and the way she's rapping she's got a black scent it's just a mess a mess jessie nelson if you're listening to this delete your video delete your career and go back to wherever the fuck you came from in london (laughs) and mind your business (laughs) but all the little mixed girls unfollowed her yesterday really they said get the fuck out of here
1: they must be embarrassed. They would be embarrassed. Do you
2: reckon the group chat's popping off with the Little Mix girls? Oh, the
1: Little Mix girls, but yeah. with Jessie not in it. But, Jessie not in it. You know, was Camila Cabello?
2: No. You're thinking Little... of Fifth Harmony, because they came out What's at the same the time. What's the difference? The difference what is... What is the difference? They're both... Actually, no, Little Mix is better, I will say, than
1: Fifth My favourite thing, is just reminded me, was Little Mix the one where they did the music video in, like... The like building yard, the and they comedy. were all <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, never Christ. mind. I don't know my girl groups, and no. do you know what? You I'm don't not need ashamed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will happily take that responsibility for the both of us. But no, this video is a, is a trifling mess, and I wish her an ounce of luck
0: in just her a, career. Just an, ounce. just an ounce,
2: that's all she deserves. It's a bit of a flop, yeah. That's so embarrassing. Like, imagine. Having this massive girl group, which was really successful, breaking apart for reasons which obviously she knows and she's sort of revealed, but I don't really know or care about. And then (laughs) thinking you're going to have a successful career. And then... And everyone going... Oh, we do
1: love to
2: laugh. We do. (laughs) Laughing to keep from crying, (laughs) of
1: course.
2: But Uh, moving on.
1: Moving on. So and some fun little mm. spy news oh spy news
2: we're forensic scientists we are for we this are i did study
1: criminology you
2: did i you did. did i failed criminology I-
1: I- <laughs> so did i <laughs> And then I no. expeditiously got suspended from uni, from and I uni. said, "Maybe it just never wasn't for me."
2: <laughs> Thank <laughs> fuck! Imagine you as like a science-y criminologist. Oh my,
1: like a police detective. It
2: doesn't suit the if aesthetic. They'd go,
1: they'd go, "What do you think happened?" I'd be like, "I don't know." I don't
2: fucking know. <laughs> Someone
1: died. Literally, I can
2: tell you what <laughs> happened. There's a dead body in front of me. <laughs>
1: oh, oh. But um, the Zodiac killer. Mm. who um, apparently his identity has been discovered.
2: I did so not know who this person. I've never heard of You've never it. heard of the Zodiac no, Killer? No, never, ever. So they've
1: kind of made, it was, there were five murders in California in like the late 1960s and early 1970s, and every time this woman, like a woman was murdered, they, he would send, the murderer would send um, letters written in code to like, local newspapers and police kind of like taunting them for is that where that came from yeah yeah well there's that movie zodiac i never seen it don't bother um but wow. yeah so he would send letters to the police like taunting them being like you'll never catch me and they were all written in code um and the case is still open like it's still an open case because that's why nobody's you know, figured it out, but there's a team of investigators who think they've cracked the code, um, and they've identified, um, him as a man who actually died three years ago. And apparently the serial killer is a man named Gary Francis post. Um, so this guy has, he looks like the police sketches, um, that everyone's given him um, or, like, everyone gave the police a description. But I thought, like, how did they get a... How did they get... You're asking the questions that the police should have been asking
2: because that's what I'm thinking just as you say this. How did they get a sketch of him <laughs> when, when all the victims when, died?
1: When they were dead.
2: How, how did that happen? Who
1: saw it happen and went...
2: That's him.
1: Like, he had little scars on his Maybe it was like a
2: witness or something. Maybe we've just debunked we've,
1: it. We've, <laughs> done, we've done it. We've cracked the code. cracked the code. Or we've found a giant hole. Yeah, the which system. the police have
2: not thought about at all. But no, I did not know who this man was at all.
1: Um, well, the thing is, they've cracked... There were like a whole heap of letters sent and they've cracked the code of two of them. And one of them, they cracked the code using Gary Francis Post, this guy's name sorry i can't stop looking at your glasses oh God,
2: stop <laughs> okay so my glasses for a little segue i broke them the other day yesterday and i can't get an appointment for my optometrist until tuesday so i've just had to super and sticky There's, tape
1: like, them literally maybe like three meters of sticky tape <laughs> on the side of Glenn's glasses
0: and, and i, I need stop them looking
2: at i it. need i keep catching you looking <laughs> up and i'm like my eyes are here <laughs> eyes up here baby girl <laughs> No. Uh, um...
1: But anyway, no. So he apparently was the person that did it. But the police, I think they're a little bit embarrassed because they're like, "No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not." He, they called themselves the people who allegedly figured it out. They're called the Case Breakers, oh, okay. and it's a team of retired detectives, journalists, and military intelligence officers. Yeah. And so they figured this out.
2: Yeah. Well, the police whether it's true just been their or not, thumbs. and the police
1: are saying. No, it's not. That's not him. And I think it's because they're a little they're embarrassed, embarrassed of that course they didn't Chief crack Wigan the code. A response like that.
2: <laughs> I just think it's so wild because obviously in the 60s and 70s, forensic science pretty much was non-existent. So DNA testing and all of these things mm. were virtually impossible to get, which is why so many serial killers were so, I don't know, rampant, rampant in that time. Um, so it's They're also all probably dead now, though. Yeah. So you've got nothing to worry You're about, to worry about I don't God. think the Zodiac
1: geriatric 90-year-old man is still running around. Still roaming around.
2: Um, I think it's insane that people would, I mean, obviously, you'd want to solve the case for the victim's sake, mm. but the fact that they were actively investigating, because in my mind, I think the police would just, like, put in the back burner and just stop well, actively investigating.
1: Well, it's still an open case, but I do think it's because there's so much media attention.
2: Yeah. It? So it's more of like a press thing. Yeah. But look, if, if it is this man, I hope he's rotting in the deepest pits of hell. Yeah. And getting a barbecue with the devil. And that's all I'm going to say he about should. that. Yeah. All
1: right. <laughs> okay. So last thing we want to discuss is Diplo's um, uh, sexual misconduct allegations so Mm -hmm. this is all very messy and he did go out on instagram to
2: defend his defend
1: himself which is always just never a good idea and notes up apology public defense grow up like learn
2: from james charles if that's (laughs) the only thing you're going to learn from james charles it's that don't do it
1: don't do it don't do it i mean don't do it in the first place yeah but um according to buzzfeed the Los Angeles City Attorney's Office is considering placing charges against Diplo for invasion of privacy and knowingly spreading chlamydia to a 25 year old woman.
2: Oh, very Timothy Chalamet. Very Timothy
1: Chalamet, NYU.
2: Yeah, 23 people or something
1: he gave chlamydia to. 23? It was
2: something high and obscene like that. And
1: he wasn't famous. He
2: wasn't. I, I tweeted today Timothy Chalamet looks like a sad, sad, sad boy with the dark circles under his eyes that baseball cartoon character. What? He looks like Michael Goob. <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't he look like that?
1: I mean, he does. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Um, um, yes. So anyway, back to Diplo. He, um, This 25-year-old woman who has not been named for obvious reasons has accused Diplo of recording sexually explicit videos without her consent and also alleges that he raped her after a Las Vegas concert. She also says she was underage when they both started talking. Oh. Um, and they've both filed for restraining orders against each other.
2: Oh, why would he um, anyway?
1: No, and so he has essentially come out and been, like, she's an obsessed fan. She harassed me. She, like, attacked me and, like, threatened my family. And, like, he was, like, I had a night of consensual sex with her. Um, She reached out to me and I declined a few times. But, like, one time I decided to meet her, Um, you know, Blah blah blah. We rooted and then she started harassing me. I don't believe that man for a second.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't believe him. Believe women is all I'm gonna say. Literally. And like why would he go on Insta I mean, he's he's facing charges, right? Yeah. So it's like an official
1: It's a proper investigation, like court case. Yeah. Don't go out on instagram same with erica jane don't go on the real housewives of beverly hills and talk about your husband's open case
2: yeah like, don't
1: go on instagram and try and like
2: suede the audience like, it's,
1: it's like your instagram followers aren't the ones deciding your fate honey and i'm sorry but diplo gives me i mean
2: i don't want to say anything but believe women is all i'm gonna say yes and and on um,
1: that note good luck to him yes all right should we should get we into, go into the, the detail yes. okay gorgeous
0: Hello, Lin and Zoe, host of the best podcast in existence. Uh, feel free to quote that. I've got a funny story for you guys. Uh, the year is 2017 and I'd been speaking to this like really beautiful guy on Grindr. Um, and he'd explained how he was in the closet and that none of his family really knew that he was gay. Only a few of his friends. Uh, let's call him the one that got away, because that is how I feel. Um, We spoke for a couple of weeks and followed each other on Instagram, but sadly it fizzled out. Uh, Cut to a month later and I'm on Grindr speaking to a new guy who is very attractive and tells me that he's discreet, not out to his family, Uh, just a couple of his friends know. We speak for a few days and follow each other on Instagram, but never ended up meeting. Uh, we'll call him pretty boy number two. Um, a couple months later, I'm on Instagram and see that pretty boy number two has posted a photo with the one that got away. Now imagine my shock. I had thought to myself, of course they found each other cause they're both gorgeous and it just makes sense. Um, I forward the photo to pretty boy number two and say, how do you know him? Like, are you guys dating? And he laughs and says, no, that's my brother. So unknowingly, I'd been speaking to two brothers who weren't aware of each other's fruitiness, then assumed that they were both dating. Um, So, yeah, that's my story. Okay, bye. Love you.
1: So it's confirmed. Yeah. All men are fruity. They are. That (laughs) is
2: so funny to me. I love that you had the balls and the guts to DM the photo and be like, who is (laughs) this this (laughs) mess? With no other context. Are you dating? Are you dating? What's going on? And then he's like, That's my brother. brother. Do you reckon they were like in? How do they not? I don't know if they live together, but if they live in the same house, I'm sure there'll be two blank grinder profiles that say zero meters away because they're within zero meters of each other. Do they know? How do they not know? What's going on? Oh. Wild. I think you should definitely try and engage with both of them and have a gorgeous menageatoire as soon as that's tomorrow right. comes, because you know it'll be allowed.
1: <laughs> that's right. Threesomes from Monday.
2: Threesomes from Monday. But look, it didn't end terribly,
1: but I think it's so funny. <laughs> the shock that you would get. Right? Being like, no, that's my brother.
2: How do you think uh, they came out to each other?
1: Do you think they have?
2: Well, now they have. <laughs> We got a photo We're... of the brothers, by the way. We got an inside scoop and they do look a little fruity. <laughs> they, just... they look a little fruity. Oh. Uh, oh. But no, this has been fun.
1: Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, enjoy your freedom.
2: Yes. Now be sensible now. Okay. And if safe. I see you on the street, don't approach me <laughs> because I'll be very busy.
1: Flying from bar to bar. From bar bar to bar.
2: I've got four hours to maximize, and I don't have time to sit and stop and talk to anyone. (laughs) Book
1: Uh, in. Send me a calendar invite, and then we can talk. and
2: discuss. But anyway, enjoy your week.
1: And we'll see you next Monday. All right, bye. It's expensive to be made.